Hello, welcome everyone, and thank you for joining us at the Array Insights Podcast. My name is Kyle Jones, and I'm the Modern Workplace Solutions Architect with Array Solutions. Today, we are featuring a conversation with members of the team from Liquidware. If you're not familiar with Liquidware, they are a premier provider of third-party Windows digital workspace management solutions used by inter enterprise organizations around the world. Joining me today on the call is Chris Walker, Jason Smith, and Ethan Brown from Liquidware, as well as my colleague, Halim Sharu from Array of Solutions. Uh, welcome, guys. Appreciate you guys joining the, the podcast today. Uh, why don't you guys introduce yourselves and your roles, uh, starting with the Liquidware team. Thanks. Thanks for having us, Kyle. And, and Aurea is a great partner. We're proud to be on this podcast. Uh, and you did a great job introducing Liquidware Digital Workspace Solutions. We were known for several years as uh, a a, an earlier tagline. I still have it in my office right here, Adaptive Workspace Solutions. So that, that was the one right before that. And we still use the term adaptive as well when we talk about digital workspace solutions. So um, that's the double click down though, and that's what I want to tell you about what we do today with our workspace, our workspace management suite. We have three key products that do that, three key solutions I should say. Stratosphere UX, it gives you great user experience metrics and it can be used in the assessment phase to know what you have before you uh, transform a desktop and a user over to a different uh, desktop. Most of the time we're, we, uh, we're speaking about moving from one way of delivering Windows to another, but Stratosphere also has Linux agents as well, and it has the ability to even have thin OS or edge OS agents, so we support uh, agents like uh, special agents for Stratadesk, for IGL, Tenzig, and uh, a host of others, like Z uh, emerging ones like ZTIM and others, so you know that first mile of connectivity as well as the user experience in that Windows session that may be sitting on a Citrix or VMware or AVD type desktop. Um, so that's Stratosphere UX, assessing, and then when you get ready to move your users over, if you bring them under management with our Profile Unity User Environment Management Solution, it will harvest the goodwill of a workspace. And by that, I mean it will harvest the profile, the user profile, and it will make it a smart profile from day one. As soon as the user is ready to log into that new desktop that you make available for them, and that could be moving from Windows 7 or 10 to Windows 11 in these modern times. As soon as they log in, that smart profile plays back to that workspace in a matter of seconds, and they recognize some things on that desktop, maybe even their wallpaper and, and spell checkers and their Outlook signatures, all those things that allow them to hit the ground running. And by smart profile, I mean it doesn't bring over cached areas and bloated areas, just several megabytes of data that really customize that for the user. Also, we can harvest user-altered data, so if they've been saving things to their legacy desktop or workspace, we can put those in a cloud file share or in the network file share, and they're immediately made available. And we can sync those up with OneDrive, if that's what you're using, or Amazon WorkDocs, any of those cloud file share services. So they not only get their profile, but they get their data too. And, and that's what I mean, they can hit the ground running in that new experience. So it gives you a, a dynamic way to deliver desktops. You need to switch or you need to burst scale um, uh, Windows workspaces in the cloud for work from home or something like that. It's easy to do once you have your users under management that way. And thirdly, uh, our other solution that works hand in hand with that one is called FlexApp. FlexApp is a way to deliver virtually any Windows application without installing it in the base image. You're attaching it 
and in its most uh, deluxe form, you're attaching it from the cloud. So you don't even have to have it on a on a file share. Um, so FlexApp attaches an application. There's a filter driver that runs that makes it look to the OS like it's natively installed. All the registry keys that are needed are there. All the file system uh, files are there in the system area and then the app data infrastructure as well as the program files data. So any other application that needs to work with it sees it and can work with it. So the compatibility rating is extremely high. And I want to mention that we also just announced a version of that, a feature of that called FlexApp One. So now you can take those apps offline. So it supports laptops. You, I could even give you your apps on a USB key and they're totally portable. So that's a neat set of solutions that we have that can easily transition uh, people over, users, end users over from one Windows platform to another and know every bit of the user experience. And that's what we're going to focus on today. Um, for Liquidware, I lead alliances and I also lead product marketing. So I, I know I went beyond uh, really introducing myself. I'll let Chris Walker, the expert at Stratosphere UX, where we'll spend a lot of time introducing himself. Thank you. Yep. Yep. Now they call me the expert because I know how to spell Stratosphere correctly. And it's not like the Stratosphere, it's Stratosphere with a U. Uh, but I am the subject matter expert for North America. I work with all of our largest customers. Um, basically helping them diagnose um, issues in their environment. So whereas, you know, today I have 30,000 users and 10,000 of them are having a problem, I go in and I help them uh, find those issues to keep them from throwing out their VPN and, you know, trying to reinvent a new technology when really it's just the Wi-Fi at the user's house. That's what I spend the majority of my time is helping customers uh, really evaluate and track down, you know, you're not being cut by just one major thing it's all these 10 things that are adding up to this one thing, and it looks like the VPN, but it's really not the VPN. It's really not Windows, right? It's the network. It's the app. It's, you know, all kind of things. It's your CPU temperature. So it's kind of my background is diagnostics. Great. Thank you, Chris. And uh, Ethan. Hey, guys. Uh, Ethan Brown here, channel manager with the Liquidware. Uh, joined on back in January, and I've been spending the last year working with our partners across the country, and I've uh, you know, been seeing a lot of different things that our, uh, our partners have been experiencing with their customers and Liquidware's uh, integrations and, uh, you know, collaboration with other solutions. So just here to provide that insight. Great. Thank you, Ethan. Helene? So Helene Saru here, Enterprise Architect with Araya for now 18 years been doing VDI projects for probably over the last 10 now. Um, maybe it's a little more than that. Um, and been working with the team at Liquidware for quite a few years now as well. Great, thank you. And uh, yep, I'm Kyle Jones again. I'm solutions architect with our modern workplace team. Uh, lots of experience with uh, Azure infrastructure, hybrid data center solutions. And I work alongside Halim on uh, various projects here with Araya. Um, and so very excited for you guys to be here. I do appreciate you guys uh, discussing Liquidware as well as what we're going to talk about on our first topic, which is remote user experience. <clears throat> so uh, the question for you guys that we have is, have y'all seen com companies report uh, any poor work, re remote work experience that has led to any reduced employee retention? Um, anything uh, concerning data sets uh, or just anecdotal feedback from customers? Yeah, well, really the, the proof is in the pudding. So, you know, you get users and you ask them how they're doing. They said, I'm doing fine, like working from home, things like that. But then when we look at the data in Stratosphere, we can actually tell they're being more productive. 
So Stratosphere actually monitors their foreground application, whether they're active, keyboard, mouse, things like that. And we're actually finding out people are being more productive. They still may take that two-hour lunch to go have lunch with their kids or stuff like that, but then they work later when the kids go to bed. Um, so diagnosing that user experience at their house and making sure that you know Jason's connection at his house, his Wi-Fi connection, is a good speed. He's not ping-ponging, bouncing back and forth. And customers are actually reporting to me higher retention. I've got one customer where they actually are forcing their entire IT staff to come back home, I mean come back into the office, and every one of them has sent me their resume. So basically be careful with that, uh, employers, because people have gotten used to working from home. They like it. It's flexible. And you know, for a lot, especially the IT staff, I don't really need to be in there because my, my data center is in the cloud, right? I can't even touch it. So there's no reason for me to go to my Alpharetta office to connect to a data center that's in Philadelphia, right? So yeah, be um, be aware of that. For a lot of my customers and their their um, their employees, they're very happy working from home. Like me, I didn't shave today, right? I may not have <laughs> taken a shower. Fortunately, you can't tell on this Teams meeting. So um, I, I find people are much more productive based on stratosphere numbers and um, are generally happier. They're willing to take that sometimes two-minute login and don't complain about it because they're going to get up and go get coffee. They don't care. Whereas when they're in the office, hey, I want a 20-second login. Why am I not getting a 20-second login? Well, I'm at home. Eh, I'll deal with a two-minute login so I can stay here at my house, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So from your experience with looking at the stratosphere numbers, um, are there are there any remote work challenges uh, oh, with yeah. with BDI? And you know what what are some of those the heavy hitters that are causing those challenges? Yeah, we've found. I mean, actually, uh, a couple of years ago, one of our engineers renamed it the first mile. Right, we used to call the first mile in the data center. Now we call it here at Liquid, where the first mile is the user's house. So I've got to be able to have good Wi-Fi access. Um, a lot of people have Google Mesh networks. Those VPNs don't like that when they change access points or change frequencies. They'll actually rebuild themselves for security purposes. Um, so the you know the biggest thing at the user's house would have to be the Wi-Fi access and good internet access back to the data center. And we're finding a lot of times these people are sitting in their lounge chairs with their laptops on top of a pillow, and it's in heat protection mode, trying to keep from catching on fire, which, by the way, in uh, 2020, there was a manufacturer where their heat protection mode didn't work right, and they were catching on fire. So we used Stratosphere wow. to, develop, to identify all those machines, their make, their model, their BIOS, and send those people emails uh, at a specific company so that they could turn those things off. Um, but yeah, heat protection mode, and then they're complaining about the Citrix environment that's in my main data center, when in reality, their machine has gone into you know, maybe 500 megahertz of CPU cycles because it's trying to keep from catching on fire. So people, please don't put your laptop or MacBook, my daughter, don't do that. I tell her all the time, <laughs> don't put it on top of a pillow and when you're lay in bed and watch a movie. It will go into heat protection mode, and it will run really slow, and then you complain about it. I, I like to say that, you know, when people say, what's the ROI on Stratosphere? And I like to, I like to pull that up. You know, we, we, we have a long ROI history. We can do all kinds of things. But, but when you can keep someone's house from catching on fire, you, it's pretty fast <laughs> ROI. So. That's a good point. Yep. 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 So, yeah, really that first mile Internet connection, um, making sure that their access points are up to speed, you know, frequency, things like that. Latency back to the data center, that's the very most important part of it is getting them back. 
And then we do have an optimizer technology as well inside of Stratosphere that can optimize that machine and make it last another 6 to 18 months. Mm-hmm. These are real-world numbers. You, you extend the life of a workstation times 10,000 workstations for another year, that's a lot of freaking money. Yeah. So mm-hmm. in the teams and all the video and audio calls, like a lot of people may not know this, but if you have your CPU is slow or overloaded, it will actually look like latency on the line. So when I look at Microsoft Teams and the latency that Teams is observing, it could just be because the CPU is overloaded and can't process the packets. Milliseconds count, and if your CPU is overloaded, so Optimizer can actually raise Teams to above normal and put SECM updates that are coming down in the middle of the day into the background, thereby making that user much, much happier. I've fixed many Teams issues just by engaging our Optimizer technology. Yeah. There's another b- point uh, working from home presented, and and it was I touched on it when I was introducing uh, the suite, but str- and, and talking about Stratosphere, those agents that we've built, we've built, I believe, more agents than anyone else in the monitoring space for the edge devices, and by that I mean so a lot of people working from home are using a VDI or or a DAS desktop that's somewhere in the cloud, and we monitor that, but what are they using to connect to that? Is it uh, a Windows machine? We monitor that piece too, the first mile of connectivity. There's an agent running there too. There's one running in the cloud, and we're giving you a composite user experience score. And then when we need to troubleshoot that with any of the admin people within the customer or within a consultant, we can see that first mile of connectivity. We also support Linux in several ways. We have a native Linux agent, so if you're using Ubuntu or Linux Mint or something like that to, to double-click on your Citrix workspace or your Horizon or AVD workspace or whatever, we can monitor that piece. We've worked tightly with the thin Edge OS vendors like Stratodesk and iGel, and we can monitor their versions of Linux, uh, ZTIM, as well as 10Zig. So we have a lot of those custom agents in there. And a lot of times the Linux agent will work, but we test it, and then we make sure that it's working on the exact flavor of Linux that they're there. So we maintain a long list of those. Every time Stratosphere has a release, we have someone updating all those agents and making sure that they go out. And in the cases where we're in the IGL OS, where we can be turned on, or the Stratodesk OS, or the other ones I mentioned, you you will have the most up-to-date um, agents, so you'll get the most up-to-date metrics. So we'll pull all everything that we can, so we know the Wi-Fi connectivity of even those. And mm-hmm. if not, you've got to, as well as RAM, CPU, and a lot of other things. So... Otherwise, you've got a you've got a blind spot, and you can only see that desktop in the cloud. So when someone calls the help desk, and you're only looking at you, you can't see all that in endpoint. And maybe you can't could see it if it was on Windows, but we've gone a lot further in that area. So those are, and and a couple of those agents I mentioned were actually we didn't have them at the advent of uh, the burst for work from anywhere. It, during the pandemic, but we added them relatively quickly at the request of customers and some of those vendors, and it's it's been a great joint solution for customers to to have visibility for the whole picture. Yeah, don't forget about Mac. We got a Mac agent as well, so Mac. That's right. Covered as yep. Well. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So uh, the agent is right now fully compatible with all the latest uh, generation operating systems. Yep. Yep. Cover them all, um, even back to our. Windows agent, I think it even still works with XP, which believe it or not, there's still mm-hmm. a lot of XP out there. Windows 7, still mm-hmm. like a large bank that's still running a lot of Windows 7, paying a lot of that stuff. So Another one, Letos, right? Who's that, LG or Lenovo? Lenovo. Yeah, yep. Another one, yep. yep. 
great, great. So yeah, Liquidware as a whole just works with tons of, of industries, right? What, what's your, your typical uh, seat count when, you know, when, when you're providing uh, you know, quotes for, for products and demos? That's a good question. We're generally, uh, if you looked at the medium, uh, median of our uh, of the customers, we're in the tens of thousands of cu- of end user range per customer. Um, we have a range that goes from low to high. Most most of the time, we get engaged with organizations that ho- have at least a thousand workspaces and and upwards. And uh, sometimes that's just in the VDI department, but uh, a lot of times we get our foot in the door in the VDI are the DAS solution or whatever, but then they realize that we support any Windows desktop. So the um, the beauty about that is that you can apply this to any corporate-wide uh, desktop or laptop out in the field and start to support them. Because those are, when, you, when you're doing a desktop transformation, that's how you can start to look at aggregate data by group or department and say, you know what, we could start to light up, you know, the finance department on this new, DAS platform by such and such vendor um, because we can see these trends. They're using these certain apps. We know that we feel sure that we can support those easily and we can start to shift those. So it becomes a transformation solution and and really something in your hip pocket anytime that you're thinking about um, changing the way that desktops are delivered, anytime that a new OS comes out from Microsoft. So Windows we we got when we started liquidware in 2009 it was an xp world going to windows 7 we've seen it through to windows 10 and we've seen customers through all the way to windows 11 now and you know there was a bunch of those in between that we we supported but i won't mention and even the server versions of those so it is it has staying power once once a customer uses us to troubleshoot an uh, an uh, an environment and we'd be glad to do that by the way come in and do a health check with you guys for any customer once they see it and they say, okay, now now you're, you're troubleshooting times over. They say, but wait a minute, you can't take that out because we could use it. They, they, they realize the potential, and it's really, really easy for us to say, okay, we could be doing this for you and solving these ongoing desktop transformations. Yeah, well, there's two sides of that. There's the customers where we go in, and they see the value, and they know that things are going to continue to change. And there's other ones that said, okay, you fixed everything. Y'all have a nice day. Take it out. It's like, you're going to call me back, yeah. and you're not going to have the data. You should just right. go ahead and buy it because I know you think everything, nothing's going to change, right? The networking team, the software, nothing ever changes. But next month when you patch that system again, everything just changed. All the numbers change. That's why people buy and keep Stratosphere in there, even if they don't look at it on a daily basis, is they have that data on this date. My system went crazy. I started having two-minute login times, and I need to do that post-analysis to make sure it's not going to bite me again. Yeah, and it's cost-effective. It's a few dollars yeah. per user, and and we uh, most of them are on a subscription basis. So, um, so we we make licensing work for any sized organization. Yep. Great. And Jason talked about too that we're the licensing people buy us a lot of times. So the VDI team will buy us, but then they figure out, hey, you're licensed by user, not machine. So Chris Walker can log into 10 different machines. It's only one license to Stratosphere and Profile Unity and FlexApp. So it's very, very effective. So drop it on the VDI machine, and it's the same user out there in the field. Guess what? He's covered. Great, great. And concerning the user experience monitoring, right, and the details that you found uh, from all the various companies that you've worked with, um, have you seen trends more 
uh, leaning more towards uh, companies wanting to beef up their systems or downscale the systems? They're trying to get more out of what they have. With supply chain issues, I've got one customer that's been waiting six months for brand new servers, and you know he had to engage Optimizer and put it in aggressive mode just to keep the thing running. Because people have a hard time getting laptops, uh, server compute power, uh, cloud not so much. You know, depending on which cloud they're in, they can they can pretty much spin up whatever they need. But a lot of people are trying to get more out of what they have, and then we have the current economic situation. So they really don't want to go and buy a lot of new equipment if I can make it last longer. And people, you know, complain a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, they, okay, you got 90 second login time. Okay, can you just deal with it until we get out of this um, whatever this economy is doing right now? So there's you know, right now, I'd say in, in uh, 2022, um, September, I'd say that people right now are – they're trying to make the best do with what they have and because they don't really know what's going to happen tomorrow or two months down the road. So that's uh, – Yeah, we've seen the trend emerge with customers that are running the optimizer feature. And, and, and uh, if, if you described that earlier, Chris, just let me know. But I, I think we breezed over that a little bit, didn't we? What that does is it it uh, tunes Windows. So Stratosphere is really a reporting solution uh, and monitoring solution. But in this area, we take action. We keep the end-user machines lean and mean. It's easy to turn on, and then it's on for all your Windows machines or the groups that you want it on for. And what it does is it, it, it prioritizes applications in the forefront. And then it can take and take RAM and CPU away from things that are not in the forefront. And in that way, the user experience becomes better just like that by turning it on. And the thing that we saw emerge when customers started leveraging this is that most agreed that if they had a five-year on average refresh cycle for their PCs, they were finding they could get at least one more year out of them. And when you divide the cost of a PC by five years, it's easy to calculate your own ROI on that. If we're, if if Stratosphere is able to give you an additional year on that, you've just gained back a fifth of your overall cost to get you through that sixth year. And uh, we had several customers do that when they, you know and turn that on, especially when the chip shortage was in you know front and center, and still is. We're still in the chip shortage. It's hard to get hardware. And, and Stratosphere is really helping get a lot of our customers through and while boosting the user experience on the endpoint. Yep. Great. And so it sounds as though most of your customers that, that you've dealt with uh, primarily have on-prem systems, or is it kind of a balance between on-prem and, and cloud-hosted BDI systems? Across the board. I mean, I've got one customer. He's in Amazon and Azure and Citrix. Um, so, and he, he loads balances, you know, so Stratosphere can monitor all of those. I really don't care. You know, today I'm going to burst into the cloud, into Azure. Tomorrow, I'm, uh, Amazon's cheaper uh, by, the, by the CPU cycle, and he actually uses um, that, uh, hey, I've got 1,000 users in Amazon, 1,000 users in Azure, and he'll bid them against each other, mm-hmm. right? So he basically, he's playing, he's playing the, you know, car salesman. I'm going to go to each one of these dealers. You both have the same car, and who's going to give me the best deal today? So... It's, it's all across the board. Um, I would say I, I wouldn't want to say maybe a quarter of my customers are in the cloud into some manner um, with their server infrastructure, uh, AWS or a- AVD. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, Citrix and Horizon are still extremely prevalent, but a lot of people because of the you know, current um, acquisitions that are coming up with Citrix and Horizon are looking more toward Amazon and Azure and moving that stuff into the cloud. Be careful, guys. 
Yeah. So. so we do have a great deal of on-prem, but no, we came to this world through VDI. And so there's another way that we are extending the life cycle of PCs with Stratosphere. So a lot of organizations are saying, let's go to DAS, but you still got the challenge. You still need a really good endpoint. You need you need a nice monitor and a keyboard and mouse, and you need some kind of CPU to get you there. So they should we buy thin clients? No. Well, you know what? The hardware that we have out there, we're pretty sure on these desktops is pretty sure it's already better than some of the thin client type hardware that you would get that would just run a light OS anyway. So we have pre-configured reports already in Stratosphere. It says you want to repurpose these PCs to something like Linux, uh, something like the IGEL OS or the Stratodesk OS, the ZTIM, TINZIG. You can easily generate a report that says these machines might not be great for running Windows 11, but you can run XY flavor of Linux on it. And now let's repurpose them, let's re-image them, and we'll just put that out there and as well as the little icon and 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 uh, client side app that gets them to the desktop in the cloud, Citrix receiver or Horizon or AVD or RDP, you know, anything like that. So it's running very minimum out there. There's no sense in having a powerful PC anymore if you're going to DAS at the endpoint because you know uh, a, a five or ten year old PC, you got to check the BIOS, make sure you're in your own security parameters that you can run these, and, and Stratosphere can help give you a report of that as well, a checklist. But it can run any of these uh, versions of Linux, and you can greatly save money. So it could be something that you rolled yourself, a private version of of Ubuntu or Linux Mint or or you know if a commercial version of Red Hat or it could be any of these Edge OSs I mentioned. So it's a different way of looking at things as we're moving to DAS and Stratosphere can help get you there with these pre-configured reports. Great, thank you. Um, and I think we actually do have some time for a possible demo. Uh, Chris, if you'd like to uh, guide us through in Stratosphere UX, maybe some uh, very strong points that'll help our audience understand the software. Let me just minimize some of this. So <clears throat> what we were talking about earlier with um, with Stratosphere, you know, it's got a lot of data in here, and this is where Array of Solutions can come in handy in helping our customers to evaluate what does this mean? You know, what does CPU queue mean? Why do I have so much um, hard disk queuing on my environment? So your, your team of engineers has definitely been very uh, beneficial in helping customers interpret this data. But as you can see in here, you know, CPU, CPU queue, soft page faults, hard page faults, I have Wi-Fi statistics, even drilling down into the actual application like Microsoft Teams and what is it talking to. So there's not only latency, you know, right? So 67 milliseconds latency, that's not bad. But you get 22 seconds of, of jitter, that's what will kill a Teams conversation, is that jitter, that, uh, that connection going up and down, up and down with the latency changing. That's when you get the audio problems. And then we kick in optimizer, and if they had a CPU problem, this jitter might actually go away because the CPU can respond faster to those to those responses. So here in uh, in Stratosphere, you got full login breakdown. Using this just yesterday with a customer, uh, all of a sudden his users went from a 40-second logup up to a 120-second login just one day. And we had to look back in Stratosphere and break down that, and basically found out Zscaler was doing something. We don't know exactly what, but we could tell the difference between a good day of login. And a bad day of login, the Zscaler process did XYZ, did an IP config uh, flush two times, and dramatically slowed that login process down. So 
Uh, Stratosphere has a massive amount of data which allows you to, uh, and all data is kept on your site. So this is a virtual appliance that you install in your environment, runs on top of VMware, Red Hat, Hyper-V, Zen Server, Acropolis for Nutanix. We have Azure, Amazon, and Google versions of the virtual appliance. But at the end of the day, all of your um, data stays in your network. This is not a SaaS offering. All of your data stays in your infrastructure. And uh, really the, the key is understanding what do these numbers mean and how do they correlate to each other. This is where me or Aurea and their engineers would come in and help you interpret that. 99% of the time, it's not Citrix, right? It's not Horizon, it's not Azure, it's not Amazon. It's a combination of latency, the combination of applications, and we have all the data even down to your CPU temperature in your laptop at your house. Is your firewall enabled? Is your hard drive encrypted? All of that data is captured inside of Stratosphere. Quick overview there. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Chris, for that demo. Very appreciated. I think mm -hmm. our audience has definitely gotten a good, gra great grasp of Liquidware Stratosphere and how it can uh, truly benefit uh, their business bottom line, as well as their IT staff. We do appreciate your time. Thank you all for joining me. And this was definitely a very interesting discussion. And thank you all to our listeners for joining in to the Araya Insights podcast. We greatly appreciate your time. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you. Thank you.